0: Welcome to A Vague Idea. This is a comedy trivia podcast. I'm Nate Radolia. Each week, we subject our guests to a list of topics to find out if they have a vague idea. And uh, joining us this week for a special show, our, our return to format show, uh, post-quarantine, we're getting back into it, we're trying to, uh, to reclaim past glory, like, uh, like so many tragic figures in literature, <laughs> uh we we got a great returning guest nick shelton is back nick how are you hey i'm good i'm good All thanks right. back Bye yeah ya. well of course i mean it's it's wonderful to get a glimpse of your beautiful kitchen i love your backsplash <laughs> you've got one of those faucets that allows you to fill a pasta pot easily without uh without losing it yeah nick is pointing yeah, for gotta, us like, this humidifier. Is- in here too yeah cool could you use that as a vaporizer for marijuana as well or is it just for (laughs) humidity i didn't know that i had no knowledge of that (laughs) yeah no i mean
1: you could just do that though
0: yeah yeah you could uh, just just okay here we're gonna go ahead and stop the show before we even started nick i want you to pack that humidifier full of weed and see what happens
2: (laughs) i don't Uh, have that sort of thing on the premises
0: all right well then great uh Are you excited to talk about fast food today?
2: Oh man, I can't wait. I love fast food. I, I eat some on occasion and when I do eat it, I really enjoy eating it and then I kind of feel bad afterwards. You know, both I, physically and, you know, I just kind of feel a little ashamed as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's that it's that uh, corporate uh, leash thing that happens where you're like, "Oh, I supported probably the bad guys for a I don't burger." Know if that's, that's what it is.
2: It's because <laughs> I ate the fast food. I'm like, "I shouldn't True. have ate I shouldn't have had that triple
1: cheeseburger that i just ate that <laughs> idea is anyone get, anybody gonna find an upside to eating fast food before we move delicious. on delicious it's fast yeah,
0: we'll 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 get there don't worry uh, uh joining us uh, for the first time ever uh i one-time listener uh first-time guest it's robert bowen robert
1: welcome to the show thank you for having me and yes. it was the buffy episode i had to listen to it because it was the buffy episode
0: and, uh, and not, not too shabby, right? I mean, I think, like, if Shannon and I could just talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer all the time, as if we lived in a vacuum where there are no other podcasts that already do that way better than we could, uh, that yeah. would be a lot of fun. Yeah, you'd have to, you'd have
1: to drop in a smattering of mentions of, uh, of uh, Avengers and Firefly.
0: Yes. Yeah, we, gotta, we just got to start plugging stuff. Like, just get in the Whedonverse. With, uh, and podcast,
1: Not Ooh, yeah. Angel, though.
0: Yeah, we can just skip Angel parts of Angel parts of Angel <laughs> are all right, but it's mostly the crossover episodes that are that are yep. really worth their worth their salt. Um, so yeah, uh, let's let, Robert you're
1: a you're a you're a vegan or a vegetarian. I'm a vegan. I've been vegan. Uh, I was vegetarian for uh, starting in 99 I think and I was vegan starting in 2000. So I've been vegan for almost half my life now I think because I'm oh, that's, old. Yeah, that's a long time. That's a long time to be just uh,
0: nixing meat from the diet entirely. And good for you. Have you had any of the Impossible meats?
1: Uh, do they, do, does any of that kind of stuff even appeal to you? Or you're like, oh, what's the point? So I actually tried the um, the Impossible burger was really hard to find. But I tried the um, Beyond beef. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I did not like it because it reminded me too much of beef. Okay, yeah. So well, you don't have good. a taste
0: for it. Yeah, you're like, uh, this is too accurate. It's yeah, exactly. like the very murder that I wish to avoid in my everyday
1: life. I couldn't have said it better. <laughs> well, hey, great. You know what? I think we're ready to start the show, don't you guys? I'm trying not to like cudgel people too much with like, I'm vegan because I'm not that guy. Like yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people are like, oh, do you know how do you tell if somebody's vegan? Well, they tell you they're vegan. The only reason that I said I was vegan on this is because it was about fast food. Like otherwise you would have no idea. Right. Because there's really not a vegan fast
0: food restaurant that I can think of. I mean, not that it's just vegan, right? There are restaurants. What about that? Mark Burger. Is that a vegan
1: fast food place? They they do regular
0: meat there, yeah. I think they might have impossible patties and stuff, but
1: yeah. The the vegan joint is called um, Native Foods, I think. I think that's the only vegan joint. They're not super common. There's like three in California and one outside of California. And it's in Boulder, of course.
0: Yeah, sure. (laughs) Most things are. Uh, Yeah. So, so, we're going to start with, uh, we got a little bit of a format change, guys, so, so get excited. But we're going to start with a random question Woo! presented by your host, me. Nice. Uh, the nice. random question, and I will start with Nick because Nick is our honored returning guest. Nick, do you have a vague idea what beverage I am drinking right now? And I'm going to give you a look at it. You can kind of <laughs> get a sense of, there's an amber color. Um, wow. I've got it in a, in a, in a short glass. It looks like do I have to like name the brand name
2: or just the just
0: just the kind of the kind of beverage would be fine. I'm going to say bourbon. Okay, it's a good guess. Uh, uh, Robert, what do you think?
1: My my knee jerk was uh, was you were drinking scotch. Okay, great. And that is only because scotch is the word that I know from Anchorman. I don't really drink. (laughs) I I don't drink. I'm an exciting guy. Yeah, uh,
0: well, you've got a cat behind you, so things are going well, yeah. I, I can tell. Um, you're both wrong, uh, so I'm going to give you each two points, okay, two points each it's for that. It's a little
2: dark to be bourbon, so that's, that threw me off because I said it's a little dark, because
0: the bourbon wouldn't be that dark, but, oh, it's got to be rum. Uh, the, it's actually brandy. The correct oh. answer is brandy. I am oh. drinking old wine, but two points each. Very good job, guys. Good job on the first round. And uh, now we're going to get into the show. Let's get into this fast food situation. So, so Robert, I'm going to have you uh, start us off with the first topic, okay? Do you have a vague idea what a DLT is?
1: Uh, I could guess based on the name. Okay, give, give it a go. Let's hear what you think. A, a DLT, I'm assuming, is McDonald's BLT. That's, I mean, that's a good guess.
0: It's a good guess. It's, it's not really what it is. Um, Nick, do you know? Do you know what a McDLT is? D is in dog, LT? Was that what they called it? McDLT? I guess
2: they did. Okay, so there was, uh, back, I believe it was, what, 83 or something? Uh, McDonald's had the uh, McDLT. Uh, Jason Alexander from Seinfeld was in the, uh, in the commercial. Very good. It, it's in a box that keeps the hot side hot and the cool side cool. And so you have like the, all the meat stuff on one side and the lettuce and tomato on the other side. And then you open it up and you put them together. Yeah, I remember that because I got it. It was delicious.
0: Do you remember any of the lyrics to the
2: song that he had to sing in, part, in that commercial? <laughs> I do not remember the lyrics. I just remember Jason Alexander from Seinfeld. I'm going to give you extra intim- points.
1: <laughs> I'm already intimidated by the knowledge that I'm up against in this. <laughs> yeah, no, the... The uh... defining moment of my youth.
0: That was a really good sandwich. <laughs> it it was such an interesting concept, right? Um, I'm pretty sure that it was, a, it, it, it preceded my, my uh, well, it certainly preceded my adult sentience, um, but even probably my ability to demand to go to McDonald's. Um, but yeah, the, the whole concept was they had this dual chamber styrofoam container where you, you did exactly what Nick said. You kept the hot parts on one side and the cool parts on the other side. So it was like McDonald's saying, hey, We're your mom, and we're not going to put your peanut butter and jelly sandwich together because the bread's going to get all messed up by noon, so go ahead and assemble your sandwich yourself, and you'll be happier. Um, Did not take off, and it was uh, discontinued in 1998, surprisingly. I didn't know it went (laughs) that long. It was that that long? Isn't that crazy? It went to 98, and it was discontinued because the styrofoam container was bad for the environment. McDonald's did it for a PR thing. I wish that they still offered something like it because I would go get it just for the novelty of getting to assemble my own sandwich. I think we all would love if McDonald's was more like Ikea um, because right now it's like they're a crate and barrel and I, I can't afford that shit. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so, Nick, I'm going to give you two points and, and Robert, one point. And, uh, did,
1: I, did I get a point for, for exclaiming my, uh, my <laughs> intimidation? Yeah, I'm, I'm up against somebody. I'm out of my weight class by far.
0: Oh yeah, no, this is how the game. Oh, no, works. that's the first question. That's
1: uh, it's going to drop off sharply from here. You're gonna you're gonna get all these
2: next.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was the that was actually probably the most question. The question where Nick had the most advantage because yeah. Nick, uh, I mean, age and beauty together at once in your <laughs> majestic form. But I think you're the oldest of the three of us. Um, yeah, so you yeah. you had the most chance at that DLT. Yeah. <laughs> so just so you know, score right now. Uh, Nick has four. Robert, three points. And uh, so, Nick, we're back to you. And our second topic, do you have a vague idea about Burger Time? Burger Time, yes. Burger Time is a burger restaurant. And
2: well, they serve burgers there. So I don't know how detailed I'm supposed to get. But the uh, fascinating thing about Burger Time is, you know, how McDonald's has Ronald McDonald and Burger King has the Burger King King. Burger Time, believe it or not, had an armadillo. And, uh, you know, it's uh, this armadillo, and I guess it's supposed to make you want to eat burgers, but, uh, you know, it's like a, an animated cartoon armadillo that's, you know, hey, let's go eat a burger. His yeah. shell is a bun. It's, <laughs> it's really
1: cute. <laughs>
0: so, yeah, Burger Time. There you go. I don't. Uh, that's my answer. That's that's excellent, Nick. I don't think that's correct at all, but I love you for it. Uh, Robert,
1: Burger Time, do you have a vague idea about it? Well, based on his answer, I was like, oh, that's probably, or based on his answer to the first question, I was like, well, that's probably right, so I gotta make something up. So I was busy making something up. I actually think I might have come up with something that might be plausible. Burger Time is an NES video game that originated in arcades. And it's not fun. If okay. It, you'll realize how unfun it is. You make burgers and you give them to people, and that's not that much fun. All right. Like, hey, I mean, let's, let's, let's make a video game out of being an employee at a fast food restaurant. All, I mean, all the honor in the world to fast food employees, by the way, but not, not, for, not for fun.
0: But it's, it's proof that it's a lot of work, right? Like, why, wh- nice. how is it a game for me to manage people who are rude about me taking 13 seconds to provide their food to them? Yeah. How is this a game? Um, so, yeah, I like mean, uh, okay, uh, brief aside, there is a crazy subculture of these, like, g- restaurant management games, right? Like, there was a, yeah. my wife played a, a phone app that was like a Hello Kitty cafe, where yeah. that's the thing, is you just get rushed with NPCs who come in demanding things, and then you have to go <laughs> through the order of operations to create the ingredients to make the thing they want and serve them before they get mad enough to leave. and that's yeah. the, And that's the routine, right? Which is... It is a game in that I think it's it's distracting and it, it occupy your time. I played it a lot too because I was like, it is. It kind of it kind of get, it gets something in your brain. Um, yes, but God, it's not it's not fun ultimately. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: I think I just remembered what Burger Time actually is, but Ooh. I already said my
0: answer. Well, Nick, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you swing back, swing on back. Let's talk about what What do you think Burger Time is now? I think it's a uh, play doh set where Ooh. you make burgers from play doh. That's a, that's, I remember the, uh, the Play-Doh, uh, Burger Time or Burger sort of thing. I can't remember yeah, they have if. A
2: burger thing with Play-Doh, but apparently since you, your Freudian slip, let me know that that was not it. But, <laughs> all right. <So laughs> oh, anyway. hey,
0: you know, the important thing here is that we're all having a good time. Um, the Burger Time I was thinking of is the 1982 arcade game. So, Robert is extremely close here. I think there was an NES adaptation of this. Uh, a port. The player uh, plays as chef Peter Pepper, who must uh, walk around. You basically, it's a platformer like the original Mario like Mario Brothers, the battle game where it's just on the screen and there's platforms. Yeah. You have to run around collecting burger ingredients and every time you assemble a full one, uh, you beat the level. And it's just a, like a maze of enemies and things like that. And you're just trying to, just trying to make burgers. You know what time yeah. it is? It's Burger Time, and I have to do this because if I, if I don't, I will die. Um, I think I it, may
1: have cross-pollinated Burger Time with the one where you have to slide drinks to people.
0: Yes, Ta- oh, uh, okay. tap. What is that? That's tap room. Uh, it, yeah, I think it is tap room, is which
1: is a not is a fun a game? game. Yes, yeah, that was the one that I was imagining when I was thinking of Burger Time, and that's what I was thinking like is not fun. That game garbage. Yeah. Tap rooms was so
0: difficult because, one, it it had a cool thing where the controller was actually a tap, a beer tap. Yeah. But you had to do that, and then you had to time the slide so that when the person walked up to the bar, the thing hit them. Yeah. But it was almost impossible to do that. So you'd just go through like 10 quarters in five minutes watching every single try just fall off the end of the bar and break. Yeah. And you You had like all the beer beer on the ground. Yeah. And it's, I mean, and really, like, We've all been to regular bars before the quarantine happened, and, and there was beer on the ground there, and we didn't like it. So <laughs> how is that fun? Why am I spending more money to, to spill more beer? Uh, the Burger Time game in Japan was just titled Hamburger, which is great. And the name was changed to avoid trademark issues, because I guess someone in the United States owns the trademark for hamburger? Who do we think that is? The ham, the, it's,
1: up? it's the big ham industry. <laughs>
0: Big hams, <laughs> big corporate ham, corporate ham. I like it. It's, it's all about big corporate ham these days. They're, they're pretty ham fisted. <laughs> oh, I yeah.
1: mean, yeah, you're going probably... to get more of that from me by the way. That's my humor.
0: <laughs> no, I, I like it. I'm going to, I might throw some points your way for that too. Uh, so when, when the company who developed the game data East went bankrupt in 2003, they bought the intellectual, uh, another company bought the intellectual property, um, which included, so there was Burger Time, there was Burger Time Deluxe, there was Super Burger Time, and then there was Peter Pepper's Ice Cream Factory, which, I mean, I don't know about you guys, uh, a guy who's accustomed to making burgers suddenly jumping to ice cream. We've all been to a Dairy Queen. We know how that works. Doesn't tend to pan out super
1: well. Right. I don't know. I'm, I'm intrigued <laughs> in that I eat neither ice cream nor hamburgers. Everything's made out of animal stuff, you know?
0: It's well, in that case, you. everything's made out
1: of pixels, so...
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, in, aren't aren't all pixels just star stuff and all I don't know. Never mind. This is going to go off the rails. You should have um, got Neil deGrasse Tyson on that one. It would have been beautiful. <laughs> uh great job, guys. Robert, I'm going to give you 3 points and Nick, I'm going to give Ooh. you 2 points. So now, it's time for the Thunderdome. Oh. Excited. They're do. like audio playing that's like thundery right now there yeah there will be i'm gonna I, I gotta put the sound drops in later i'm i'm working on getting a a sound drop uh program so soundboard or whatever yeah uh but i don't have one yet but there will be a <laughs> that
1: Thunderdome. when i said thunderdome exactly that was that was the terminator theme for some reason that came out of my mouth
0: <laughs> so so nick we're gonna start with you in the thunderdome this week our prominent fast food mascots ronald mcdonald and wendy who wins in a battle to the death, and why
2: oh man
0: well i'm
2: gonna say ronald you know wendy is uh she's a tough chick and she can get in there and kick him in the nuts and all that sort of stuff but you know <laughs> ronald gets in there grabs it so there's, there's a lot of red hair floating around in the oh space. yeah
0: it is a massive
2: red hair <laughs> and uh you know there's makeup smeared from the clown there's big shoes being stuck in orifices. There's all kinds of all kinds of horrible things. But I think that uh, Ronald wins in the end because he's I think he's got a little evil streak in him. Wendy, Wendy, you know she's a fiery redhead. She's got that sassiness of the redheads. But uh, Ronald is just like he's this evil clown dude, and so he makes quick work of it. Doesn't take a whole lot of time, but it's fun to watch. And yeah, he uh, snaps the old neck of Wendy.
0: Do you think that everything inside the Ronald McDonald house floats, a la the Stephen King book It? No. (laughs) Good answer. Okay. (laughs) But Ronald McDonald may well be a murderous clown.
2: Yeah, he's a murderous clown. Great. Uh, If you're ever around him, or if you just see one of those statues of him on the bench or whatever, and you go sit next to it, see how you feel. See how you feel inside.
0: Have you you ever done that, Nick? Have you ever sat next to one of those Ronald McDonald's? Of course I did. Yeah. How, and there. how did you feel? How did you feel?
2: I felt like, uh, you know, it's one of those places, kind of like a cemetery where you don't want to go at night and sit on that same bench next to the clown. <laughs> you know,
0: yeah, I, I would I would second that wholeheartedly. I've definitely sat next to one of those Ronald's, Ronald's McDonald. And, uh, you know, uh, I feel like in college, one of my friends uh, tried to make sort of uh, sassy, uh, humorous sexual poses next to the Ronald McDonald. The thing is, you don't, you don't want to wake that beast. That is a okay. slumbering demon. Is that friend still alive today? You know, we fell out of touch, so I don't know. Yeah, it's possible. And, and honestly, I don't even remember their face anymore. So maybe
1: the beast is erasing
0: everything about that. They don't I have his
1: face. That's how, that's how Ronald McDonald um, procreate. Is. They, they they become the people who mock them.
0: Oh, I see. That's, that, that is a nice twist on Invasion of the Body Snatchers. And I think we should all get together as a writer's room rewrite that movie, send it to Hollywood. Here's the deal, it's just, if you, if you undermine somebody enough,
1: they erase you. <laughs> well,
0: i watch that, i watch yeah. that. But,
1: but specifically people who dress as clowns.
0: Yeah, specifically clown dressers, great. Uh, Robert,
1: in the Thunderdome, who wins? Wendy or Ronald McDonald, what do you In think? the Thunderdome, I'm going a little left turn on this one. So they're both terrifying to me, just because of the iconography of Wendy. Like, they look lifeless. And we've already talked about the clown. We don't have to discuss why that's terrifying. Yeah, I hope so. So here's here's my thought. They form an alliance and they break out. And it is next month, 2020. Wow. Okay,
0: so July of 2020 features Wendy and Ronald McDonald breaking out of their indentured combatitude in the Thunderdome
1: to form a, a, a super duo of malice. Honestly, the way you phrased it, the indentured combatitude, I feel like we're the bad guys now, and we have it coming. <laughs> I mean, I I think if if we don't
0: acknowledge at some point that we are the bad guys and we do have it coming, we have not learned shit from history ever. My God, right? <laughs> Holy God. <laughs> uh, uh. So just we're
1: the, we're the bad guys a lot,
0: I think. I want I want you to play this out for me just a little bit further because they escape from the Thunderdome. Is what yeah. happens next like? the last five minutes of Jurassic Park 2, The Lost World? Or, or is it more like uh, just maybe the original Jurassic Park? Like, are we getting something uh, kind of tacked on, a weird rampage?
1: Are we, or is this going to be like Godzilla? Like, what, what are you envisioning? I'm, I'm going to mix Jurassic Park 1, the book, with Jurassic Park 2, the sequel movie. They do, they do an, uh, a, a sort of terrestrial rampage um, and that they're not on an island, I shouldn't say terrestrial, but anyway, so let's say they take over LA, and, uh, and they, they mostly wreck it. Um, but then, uh, our solution to it is nuclear. Oh, wow. So we destroy that, ourselves. That's, yeah, that's how, that's how they solved the problem in the book in the original Jurassic Park, they nuked the island. That's, that's right, I forgot about that. And.
0: Yeah. And what's interesting here is that you have tied us back to something that would really fulfill your vegan fantasies, right? To just destroy fast food
1: companies who take advantage of animals. <laughs> and, and also, I, uh, I left L.A. because I did not like that town. Yeah,
0: so good. So what I've done is I've, I've done some gotcha journalism, and I've got you to admit that you want
1: to nuke McDonald's and Wendy's. <laughs> if, if, we're, uh, if, I ever, if I ever become a, a politician of any kind... I'll, I, I pre, uh, what's the word? I, I I obviously disavow the previous statement. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean,
0: this episode is all (laughs) off the record,
1: but it will be recorded and presented to the public. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Don't, like, if we're going to, if we're going to nuke something, let's, let's nuke the whales.
0: There you go. Yeah. So you
1: got to nuke something. From the vegan's mouth.
0: Yeah. Got to nuke something. Um, (laughs) Uh, great job. You've you both done wonderfully. The the correct answer in the Thunderdome is that, yeah, the, the, the red hair kind of tangles into some sort of super chimera, uh, but the fact that they're both run by heartless corporate entities leads them to devour each other. Um, three points each. Well done. Well done. Good job. And uh, here we go. We're going to hop on into the third topic. And, uh, Robert, we're going to start with you. Do you have a vague idea? about
1: secret menus. Oh, I've heard of secret menus. Is this, is this the whole question? Do I have more prompting? No, that's it, that's all you got. <laughs> Talk about secret menus. Secret menus. I hear there's a secret menu at In-N-Out. Honestly, I wanna go further with this, but that's all I've got. I, there's a secret menu at In-N-Out. All right, no, that's I mean, maybe that's I good. think maybe you can order uh, macaroni and cheese. One time, I went to an In-N-Out, because um, I was visiting family out in L.A., None of my family lives there anymore, so I uh, don't worry about nuking them. Anyway, um, and it smelled just like onion rings. And I was, like, all excited, because as a vegan, there's not much you can eat. So I'm like, well, their fries are bad. in and outs fries are bad. Let's just be honest here. I, I've only had them
0: once, so I can't remember, but I do know that, like, I usually remember places that I liked the fries from, and I don't remember liking their fries. I feel like yeah. they're kind of the soft, squishy,
1: crinkle-cut exactly. ones. They're, yep. they're they're too thick and too wet and so the, what's the point like i'm not well, here they're, for that. they're both thin and wet if my if memory serves because all i eat at fast food places is fries because me but um <laughs> <laughs> but so it smelled like onion rings and i was like oh my gosh they have onion rings i said oh my gosh because i have kids i can say curse words. oh my god yeah i mean me. uh, god's not really even they a curse word rings. you can say it's oh fun.
0: fucking christ fucker shit ass fries and onion
1: rings that would be fine but do it, so, do you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say whatever the words are that come out. So, <laughs> but it turns out they have no onion rings. I don't know why it smelled like onion rings. Their secret menu is, uh, if, if it's an olfactory uh, hint, it's a lie. That's all I got. Okay, great. Nick, secret menus, what do you
2: know about them? Okay, so I know that there are some secret menus, but it's not just like you can just walk in there any old day and get whatever you want. But if you know somebody... Or uh, if you are a previous employee and you kind of know, or if, like, I'm not a previous employee of, I'm a previous employee of Subway, sure, but not of any of the other places. But uh, there's certain things that, you know, that you can do just like I was able to get, you know, a breakfast item. So breakfast usually stops at 10.30, but I got a breakfast item in the afternoon because I knew how to do it. But uh, you got the hookup. Yeah. What's the, the secret. secret? You just have to, you know, kind of uh, flirt with the manager. And uh, uh, yeah, but not like just as soon as you walk in. This has to be it's an ongoing process.
0: There's a courtship. <laughs> there's a courtship period. Yes. Like we're talking we're talking like you connect on Tinder. You send some messages. <laughs> you have a couple of phone calls. You talk about each other's families and then secret menu.
2: See, so so that was my experience, but I know that, you know, other people, and just like at Subway also, there's some different things that you can get and you don't have to, you know, have a special code and say, you know, uh, the turtle dove uh, eats parsley or something. No, you just walk in and if you know, you say, yeah, I used to work here. I want the Australian sandwich at Subway then. It's a totally different thing, and it's a really good sandwich. But you would only know that if you worked
0: there. And yeah. So, I, yeah. It's a smart. great sandwich. I, I've I've had one before. The beauty of it is, is, you eat it once, and it comes back, and you get to eat it again from down under. Well, uh, I, I was doing a boomerang thing, not not so much a poop thing, but yeah, oh, I'm into it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> not like that at all. That's just a sandwich. Indeed, it. it's, uh, it's just it's yeah, just food. There,
2: so there are secret menus, but yeah, you just have to be in the know or know somebody. Or if you're like, if your friend works there at a place, then they can kind of let you know. And even, yeah, there's a lot of places that, so it's not like every establishment has a secret menu, but some, a few establishments do. And usually it's just known by people who have worked. I know that's not funny or anything,
0: but the the truth is, is, uh, is, yeah. I mean, I think it's a lot of it's inside information. Um, there is, however, a website called SecretMenus.com that publishes the secret menus of prominent fast food places. So they have Carl's Jr., uh, Jack in the Box, Taco Bell, Chipotle, Sonic, etc. Um, a lot of places seem to have, uh, and I think I think the problem with secret menus is that it's all very arbitrary. It's really easy to say that hey, if you just call piling a shitload of beef into this like the devil's sampler and then we say that's the secret menu that that becomes a secret menu that's the magic of the internet right we're, we're all creating our own reality right, um, that's not
2: a secret menu that's just some extra stuff on a sandwich
0: well yeah <laughs> exactly i menu, mean just, the because <laughs> the thing in and out i think is that there's like i can't remember what the, what the sandwich is even called but there's some sort of like you know all american uh, super beef plate that is like a quadruple burger that you can order and if you know to call it that, they'll do it. But they don't always do it if you don't know. And you're most like, people don't know. Say it right. Say yeah. it right. And you're like, I want the quadruple secret burger. Nope. No go, buddy. It's uh, like when buddy. you go to Starbucks and you try to order a small coffee and they say, fuck you, get out of here. It's called tall. And that's then they punch there. you in the face and they, they beat you to death. And then they invite Not you. to in that Yeah, no, they don't. They don't actually kill you. But yeah. Well, they beat
1: uh, me nearly to death. Nearly. Yeah. See, that's the thing. But let's be honest, I had it coming because I called it small. Well, yeah, plus you you said you wanted your coffee with room,
0: so they left you a little bit of space between uh, death and and living. Uh, All for cream. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Great job. You guys both have a really good concept of what secret menus are, so I'm going to arbitrarily give Robert one point and Nick two points.
1: All right. That does
0: feel arbitrary. Oh, (laughs) it's... It should. I want it to feel arbitrary because that's the kind of stuff that makes you want to come back and fight somebody again later. Uh, <laughs> over Zoom. Over Zoom. Hopefully in person at some point. You know, we're we're getting there. I read an article the other day where doctors in Italy said that the coronavirus is weakening. I don't know if that's true oh, because yeah. it's the only article I read, but it was also posted by Reuters, which really doesn't ever post anything unless they've vetted it. Yeah. So Reuters hopefully is hey, maybe we'll get somewhere. Um, all right. Topic number four, get ready. And we're, uh, Robert, it's your turn to go first. Yes. Yeah, sure. Great. So we're going to talk about John Schnatter. You have a vague idea
1: about John Schnatter. I used to work for Papa John's. Great. You know a lot. Then let's go. I do know a lot. (laughs) Wait, that's it. That's the, the prompt is do I know a lot about John Schnatter? You should not say the N word in your meetings. That's what I know. That's one major thing I know about John Schnatter.
0: Yeah, that's, that's That's a really important thing. That's, uh, that's a mistake. <laughs> that's, I, 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 oh, would even, no. I would go so far as to say it's not even just a mistake, but a, a, an intentional and ignorant oversight. Like, you
1: know what you're doing. A monumental fuck-up of yes. epic proportions? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so much that you also should probably... It was, yeah. it was recorded. Oh, my God. He was recording himself saying that. He was in charge of that. Ugh, so bad. So I know a lot of things about John Schneider. He, my understanding is that he tends to be a a fairly self-centered and greedy person. He's not super interested in paying any of his taxes, Um, and uh, and he makes a really good pizza. I got to be honest. I do like the pizza. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, his his saving grace is that he actually makes good food.
0: The the uh, uh, I think we ordered we got Papa John's recently. And I was like, God, it, it really is. Like, it's just a little, it's a little bit better than all the other chains yeah. of that variety. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Although I'll, I'll, I'll say this, the, the, the better ingredients, the better ingredients line, that's only probably true of their sauce, which is slightly more expensive than other sauces. Other than that, like, how do you get a worse green pepper? Yeah, no, I mm-hmm. mean, you really, you really have to work to find
0: trash vegetables. Yeah. Because as long as, if they look palatable, they're probably good.
1: Like, that's here's, kind of how vegetables work. Here's another fun fact and a thing that you'll know if you worked for Papa John's and are vegan. Yeah, and you have to have both of those two things. The <laughs> most expensive ingredient in a pizza is cheese. And if you take the cheese off, they save so much money on your pizza because it's expensive and they use a lot of it. And they will not give you a discount because See, they that? don't care about you.
0: Well, no, I mean, well, because no, no business utilizes economics based on like those choices actually impacting the price of the thing anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's, it's dairy, it's perishable, it's especially perishable and, oh, yeah. uh, and it's expected in incredible volume on a normal pizza. I'm sure like everybody wants yeah. like, Oh, so much cheese. Oh, so much cheese. Nick, what do you know about John Schnatter? Um, I know
2: he has an incredible head of hair. That is hair to be jealous of. <laughs> I, I like that. You know, I am follically challenged. And I, I think...
0: You are, I, you are aero and aqua dynamic. I don't <laughs> think we should talk about lack of something so much as the advantages that you have.
2: I do have some advantages. But <laughs> when I see that head of hair, I say, yes, that's a good head of hair that guy has. <laughs> and uh, uh, he makes a, a really good pizza. It's one of my favorites. Uh, I do enjoy the pizza. You know, I know that he, you know, might n- not have good meetings. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, the man makes <laughs> a decent pizza, and he has a really great head of hair. And sure, he <laughs> might be an asshole or something, but he does make really good pizza. So maybe he'll say some inappropriate things, but he'll be like, hey, taste this. Yeah, And then... You know, and when he says taste this, it's a, the pizza, not like his junk or anything.
0: Yeah, although, <laughs> although I would assume, based on the interview that he gave, where he was like, I've eaten 40 pizzas in 40 days, or whatever he said that was absurd, that he probably did try to get some people to taste this junk.
2: <laughs> well, I'm sure he must have at some point, but <laughs> I'm just trying to say the man makes a good pizza, and he has a really nice head of hair, and... I'm sure that you know he might not be a good person, but I know he has good hair and I cuz you ask me what I know. I know oh, yeah. he has good hair and I know he makes a damn good pizza. That's, That's that and think.
0: and it's true. I mean, one, I think that hair is probably definitely being just for men up and down the line. Like it is oh, it is it too, should have some gray in there, but there's Yeah, no gray. it is too perfectly black and <laughs> slicked back. Yeah. Um so there's that. But I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. He makes a good pie. And, uh, you know, he's a sweaty guy trying to figure pizzas out. And he got kicked out of his company and he's doing his insurrection thing. It's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: Well, it all comes down to however bad a person you are, if you make a good pizza, people <laughs> will forgive you. <laughs>
0: there you go. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty much the foundation of this country, right?
0: Like Thomas Jefferson <laughs> made a really good pizza. <laughs> he also you know owned and raped slaves but he made a good pizza <laughs> well we but we haven't
2: had his pizza we've had papa john's pizza so true. We can actually it's true speak to that.
0: yeah we don't know um also a, a plus for papa john's is that that garlic butter sauce that they've got is the best yes. in the business that like is good i have tried every other chain's garlic
1: butter sauce nothing else is like the papa I'm, john's. I'm gonna i'm gonna tell you something that might be a little disappointing to you oh but- god there's yeah, no garlic, garlic or butter in it. The garlic butter sauce is vegan.
2: Well, th- that's fine. Oh, that's fine.
1: I'm okay with or at that. At least it was at one point. I don't know if it still is. Yeah. But, no. Like that's if you're, if you're a vegan listening and you're just like, I'll take his word for it, read it before you eat it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm okay with it being vegan. I think that's okay. good. I like,
0: this, I like the fact that their simulation actually works. Uh, we, got a, we got a pizza from uh, Pizza Hut recently and ordered their garlic sauce did it just tasted like trash I don't even yeah. know how to explain it like it did not it didn't taste like garlic it didn't taste like butter it tasted <laughs> like some sort of it tastes like some sort of weird chemical pretending to be a flavor to the extent that we both recognize and we're like we're not we're just not gonna eat this and I just threw it away it was a real bummer because I mean who, yeah. everybody loves dipping crust right like crust dipping is life
2: yeah it's it's yeah. really good I, I didn't even dip crust until Papa John's once again fantastic head of hair and good pizza the rest of it his private life i don't know and his meetings i don't know about that all i know is good pizza good head of hair
0: we will eat this and that guy is quaffed af Uh, (laughs) great job i'm gonna give robert three points because you you got some of the inside digs you you worked there and two points for nick because you, you have ardently defended the quality of the, of the pizza. I'm into it. Uh, all right. We are now going into another game. It is time another to game. play Fuck, Mary Kill. <laughs> <Ba-bom>. <laughs> so this week, this. this week on Fuck, Mary Kill, you are both going to be uh, res- responsible to decide which people you're going to fuck, marry, or kill from the following. The Happy Meal, the KFC Double Down, and the Taco Bell Deluxe Cravings Pack. So, Nick, we're going to start with you. And if you need if you need any sort of clarity on any of these items, let me know. But and you're you're making the, a choice.
2: The things again. The, the, yeah. So there's a Happy Meal. I know that one. Then what are the other two things? So the
0: Happy Meal, the KFC Double Down, which was the sandwich where it's a sandwich where it's two fried chicken patties as the buns. Oh yeah. With with just, like, mayonnaise and lettuce in the middle. <laughs> so that was the KFC Double Down. Uh, and then the Taco Bell Deluxe Cravings Pack, which is, like, their standard 5 to $10 box that is just loaded with Taco Bell food. So y- those are your options. Which one of these would you fuck, which would you marry, and which would you kill?
2: Okay, so I'm going to kill the Taco Bell pack, whatever that was, because, you know, I, I am not a big fan of Taco Bell.
0: Okay, uh, Could, so, would you care to, to go on all that that a little bit? What what don't you like about uh, Taco Bell?
2: I used to kind of enjoy it, but they you know they have like this meat product, so they have there's some beef in there, but then there's a lot of stuff, a lot of filler, yeah. In there, and then they I also, hear it's
0: mostly gym mats. <laughs> oh, <yes.
2: laughs> then there's also a guy that I work with who used to work at a meat processing plant. Sorry uh,
0: about that, but. Uh, <laughs> He well, said is, that, is, is, I hope that anybody he knows is okay and didn't get COVID, because that was a big thing well, with meat processing plants. Yeah, probably
1: still is. A
2: yeah. while back, but he said that uh, a lot of, when they would get, uh, they called it measles, measles meat, measles beef. So there'd be like these cows with uh, different diseases and things like that. And and Taco Bell would buy all of the the beef that was no. uh, kind of damaged. So I Taco Bell is lost, like the Tiger not, King? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, in in the Tiger King, there's a there's a sequence where basically the Tiger King takes all the expired meat from Walmart to feed to the tigers in his ah, zoo.
2: Okay, well, so yeah, that's my well, tie. Taco Bell would buy all that that meat. He said, "I'm not saying this. I'm not yeah, slamming." This Taco is all. Bell, th- this, yeah, he, he said that. That's what they did, and then and then also, you know, we've seen in the news. I think it was ten years ago they were talking about all the stuff that they would add to the to the meat. Also, so. I was like, well, between those two things, I don't think that I want to be eating at Taco Bell. And I, ha- I have not had Taco Bell in
0: probably 15 years. That is, Four- that's years. a hot tip. I and appreciate so, that. I, I will uh, probably so, change my behavior because of this. Yeah,
1: so it affects you know, my life in no way.
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah, you're i mean maybe you'd get a a burrito a a bean burrito
2: (laughs) once in a while well you could get bean yeah sure but i haven't done that because i don't want to be gassy for the rest of the day that's true yeah you know you never know when i might come across a lover or something at the last minute spontaneously and then i'm like i shouldn't have that bean and cheese burrito though that
0: is a good uh, premise for another rap album is just (laughs) foods to not eat before a date before yeah. a, before a lover situation,
1: I'm actually yeah, listening to that album. Well,
0: oh oh, uh, Robert, you got to listen. Like Nick has a bunch of really cool like uh, comedy slash sincere rap that is phenomenal, and you have oh, to check I, it out. Nick I is very talented. Yeah, you'll have yeah. to find him. We'll talk about it after the show. Oh yeah, well, um, I'm doing that. <laughs> and so so kill the Taco Bell. Kill that Taco
2: Bell. The uh, the I'd fuck the the KFC. Uh, Stack. The double down?
1: Double, double down. down.
2: <laughs> because, you know, it seemed just so delicious, you know? And yeah. it's just so decadent and just over the top that that's like your your Victoria's Secret model. You want to get on that thing. So I fucked that.
0: It really ties into Baby Got Back, too, because it's like, I don't want none unless you've got buns. And in this case, the buns are just more fried chicken. Right. Which is it's like,
2: just so just me more of what I want. So sinful and something you shouldn't be having. So I'd be like, oh, let me fuck this. Yeah. Let me fuck <laughs> this sandwich. Indulge that sandwich. So then, you know, the happy meal, I got to marry that because it's happy. You know, it's going to, it's true. We're going to have a happy marriage with the happy meal. And so I'm marrying the happy meal and we are destined to have a blissful and successful marriage. And because we're happy and, you know, our, our youngins, our kids, you know, kids love Happy Meals too. So, you know, everything's good. We're going to have a happy household because of the Happy Meal.
0: There is literally a prize inside the Happy Meal. So, yeah, yes, I did. I get that prize. Great. I love it. Not very, great. very, very well thought out. Okay. Robert, what are you going to do?
1: Okay. So you got I, t- t- I had to take notes on this one because uh, I, didn't, I hadn't heard of uh, the KFC Double Down. Until you just well, that's not true. I'd heard of it. I just it didn't jog any memories. Anyway, so I've got I've got my list, and I'm going to do them in the order that they were delivered to me. The Happy Meal, I'm going to fuck. Okay, I'm going to fuck the shit out of it. Here's why: it reminds me of youth. Okay, and I'm going to be a chauvinist for the purpose of this question. Interesting, interesting. Chauvinist, so you're going through is, a midlife is, crisis, and you want to recapture your youth. That's just... that's exactly where this yeah. is going. I well, don't not. want I don't want it to sound like a little pedo at all. That's not where I'm going. No, no, no. It's not it's, not. it's not enough. Look, the Happy Meal is 18. We're it
0: reminds me of you. I was going to shoot for 21, I but said. fine. <laughs> <laughs> at least 18. I'm not, 18. That's I'm all I'm not just
1: I'm not just trying to avoid breaking the law. I want somebody who I can have a conversation with. after which is actually a little ridiculous because this is the podcast. Fuck <laughs> fuck I'm, I'm definitely going to kill the double down because okay. it is an abomination against God. And I'm not even <laughs> really a religious guy. That's not like. Like humanity should exist without the double down. I feel like, I feel like, you know how 2020 is the, is the world after Barry Allen went back in time and fucked something up. I mm-hmm. think he fucked up the double down. I think the double down caused the chain reaction that is the, that is the modern, the modern world. And it was because he had this idea and he gave it to KFC and, um, and, and, and we're paying for it now. Yeah. In, in the form sandwiches were never meant to yeah. be like this. Generally. <laughs> Though, no, they weren't. <laughs> but obviously that leaves that I'm going to marry the Taco Bell Deluxe Craving Pack. Is that what I wrote down? Deluxe yeah, delu- craving Deluxe pack. Craving Box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to marry it. I'm going to marry it because it's the only thing in this group that I could eat anything out of. Yeah. Right? Because if you just do the Deluxe Craving Pack and you're just like, take out the meat and cheese. They'll give you a bunch of food that you can eat. Yeah. They will throw uh, flour and beans at you till the cows come yeah. home. And the other thing is, and I'm glad that Nick brought this up, gassiness is something that you should always save for your significant other, for your, for your spouse, yes. right? Because if you're going to be gassy around somebody, make it somebody you're married to. Yeah, yeah. It, and then pull it, the it, covers it, over their head. Digestion should be a, a romantic test, if nothing else, right? Yeah. We, should, we
0: should just be like, hey, you know what? We're having asparagus tonight, and you're going to deal with it.
1: Yeah, yeah. You don't. You don't have to be the the couple that uh that that uses the restroom with the door open, but you got to at least accept that people fart. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they have to. Otherwise,
0: we would we could explode. It we would could be explode. terrifying. I saw
1: South Park. It's yeah. true.
0: Yeah. I mean, and if nothing is true about South Park, then what's the point of continuing to exist? <laughs> Great job, both of you. Final that was answer. that was phenomenal. That was phenomenal. Five points each. Um, you both had the exactly correct answer and I'm not gonna go into it further. It's time for, from the makers of Pomme Pom Pomme de Terre, it's La Chosse Francaise Arbitraire. That's the arbitrary French thing. And uh, yeah, the only thing that's uh, French about it is the name. I'm gonna ask you each a, a quick
1: question. Robert, we're gonna start with you. How do you feel about dollar menus? Dollar menus make me wonder what they did to the food to make it cheap. <laughs> very nice, <laughs> very nice. Okay, Nick, what, how do you feel about dollar menus? Huh, I was
2: going to say the same thing, but I can't. So. You, well, you can.
0: No, you can You can KFC cool. double down on that.
2: Oh, no. no. <laughs> here's the thing. The dollar menu, it's really good when you are buying lunch for the team or the group. You're like, hey, I'm going to do something. So here's what I have done. I tell, And I'm not super cheap, so this isn't a representation, but sometimes I do this. Oh,
1: so, yeah.
2: At work, I'll say, you know... Some people, they say, I'm going to whatever the restaurant is, Wendy's, and uh, and uh they'll say, what do you want? But I don't make that announcement. I just go and I say, give me, you know, 12 of these, whatever this is on the dollar menu. And then I just bring it in and I say, hey, put it on the break room table. This is what I got you guys. And then they're happy. Yay! It's like a... You know, $2 PBR night at the bar, and you're just like, a round of PBRs for everybody. And they're like, wow, well, my hero. And you're like, yeah, there's. I just spent 12 bucks and everybody's chanting my name. So uh, it's, it's good for when you are buying stuff for other people, but when you get it for yourself, you say, you know, I should really treat myself like someone I love and care about. And really <laughs> spend a little bit more.
1: I, I, actually a, I actually have a story about this. Go ahead. It just occurred to me in high school, this is before dollar menus I think were a thing, but McDonald's in Boulder on like Table Mesa or something had a sale where on Wednesdays they sold little, the smaller version of their regular hamburgers for a dollar and we decided that we were going to take that opportunity to go down from school and buy 50 hamburgers for $50 and that, so, of course high school we're not being in that. And, and you don't understand us- how taxes work. Well, I mean, we, 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 we actually did, we did the math. We figured it all out. We, oh, we good. bought okay. 50 hamburgers and uh, they got mad at us because we didn't call ahead. They were like, you can't just eat 50 hamburgers. And we were like, but we want to pay you to give yeah, us. The- we
0: literally want to throw 50 bucks at you, which is the yeah. biggest sale you're going to have of the day. Just let us do it. Yeah.
1: Wow. They still did it, but they were like, next time, call ahead. I yeah. think, I think uh, the, the, tradition has changed where they actually would probably not scold you for buying their products
0: i mean i think it depends on which franchise you show up at because i've gone to several places where like you just get scolded for being there and that's (laughs) and that makes sense because honestly like i should think about what i'm doing with my life if i'm doing that yeah Uh, yeah i i really nick i got i gotta jump in on on this idea of of being a food champion, and I really like it. I really like that, that part of the, the virtue of the dollar menu is being able to be like, hey, I'm, gonna make, I'm making a Wendy's run. I'm making a Taco Bell run. I'm making a McDonald's run. You want in on this. And then just being like, yeah, um, I'm just bringing back a bunch of shit. <laughs> right. You come back as a champion. Yeah. Just like, look, I spent, yes. I spent $20 and I have a wealth of, of food for you.
2: Right. Um and if people are allowed to give their individual orders then you're sitting there okay first thing is this second thing is this but if you just say give me 12 of this one thing then the people in the assembly line in the back they're just like all right let's just let's line just it get up. through it <laughs> here you go
1: yeah everybody wins on that one cuz i also feel like you come back in and you're like you're like the original meme of the breadwinner from like 2000 BC the guy who shows up with a bunch of food, and you're you're now the you're now the champion of the world.
2: Yes. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: You
1: out. are you are a Prometheus of food. Yeah, you have brought it
0: onto everyone. That uh, it's powerful. It's powerful <laughs> shit. <laughs> it powerful. Um, three point seats for La La Chose Française Arbitraire. You guys were both very very good at that. And here we go. We're gonna go into the final topic. Woo! Final topic. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So for the final topic this week, um, we're going to start with Robert. Right uh, so the final topic, Robert, is: uh, Do you have a vague idea about Colonel Sanders discography? So Colonel, Colonel Sanders
1: discography. Colonel discography. Sanders.
0: Colonel Sanders has a discography. Do you know like anything he, about it?
1: Like he published music.
0: Yes. Like he he, he produced. What? More than one album, and I want you to talk about what you know about that. Feel oh, free right. again,
1: as as, as in the rules. I, what I know sure. about is going to be is going to be fiction, uh, unless I'm accidentally a genius. So here's what I know about Colonel Sanders' discography: it is 100% rap, and it was produced by the same producer as produced uh, all of Vanilla Ice's albums, and that's why they're a little catchy, but still somehow awful. <laughs> okay. I, I admire that
0: answer. That's good. That's solid. Uh, Nick, Colonel Sanders' discography. Do you have a vague idea?
2: Yes. Yes, I do. So Colonel Sanders' discography, it's not music. It's basically kind of like a a vocal journal of his uh, going through, trying to get KFC Kentucky Fried Chicken, as the older ones know it, um, off the ground and going and how he like went – uh, from here to there to try to uh, convince people to, to you know, engage in this, the 11 herbs and spices and all that. And, and he got turned down over and over and over again. But finally he had victory and then, you know, it became what it is today. But it's just, it's pretty much like a, uh, a spoken word journal of the, the quest and the journey on uh, making
0: KFC uh, from humble beginnings to what it is today. All right the the here's an interesting thing there is a there's an episode of the dollop podcast which i don't know if either of you guys listen to that um but the dollop is a really great like uh history podcast they did an episode on colonel sanders talking about how he he formed kfc and like you know he went through a bunch of failed careers he finally was like oh hey i'm good at frying chicken and so i'll do this thing and then traveled the country uh going to these different franchise restaurants um, really interesting show. Very worth worth everybody's time. Uh, the two
1: of you and the listener, listener, you should listen. Um, Does he live in Canada now, or Colonel did Sanders? He, did he eventually live in Canada and probably then die there? Um,
0: I, I don't know if he died there. I know he's dead. Uh, let me yeah. let me look. Let me look and see where Colonel Sanders died. Somehow, I feel like he probably still died in America. Go Somebody, ahead, Nick.
2: I was just saying that I I'm pretty sure he didn't
1: die in Canada. Somebody who did some big American something, and I thought it was Colonel Sanders, moved to Canada before he died and just stayed there and then died there. And maybe it was Colonel Sanders, maybe it was somebody else. He, uh,
0: so Colonel Sanders died in 1980 in Louisville, Kentucky.
1: Okay, um, so not him then.
0: So yeah, so he did not. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I really would like to say that I think the the show's official position is that no one dies in Canada. Because Canada figures out how to get shit right.
1: There's Uh, no cats in America.
0: Yeah. So you guys both know, here's the deal with Colonel Sanders' discography. He released two Christmas Eve records, a Christmas record, an album called Tijuana Picnic.
1: Wait, is this real?
0: Yeah, oh, this is real. And an album called uh, Colonel Sanders' Mandolin Band, which played all like children's songs. And this was all all this happened in like the 1960s, basically as a, sort of a, a marketing gimmick. He was a big deal for a window of time and uh and he released music uh that was kind of promotional of k f c but was also just sort of i think promotional of the ideology of America that he believed in um like, was it good <laughs> I, I mean i don't i I don't think so I don't think that we could say it was
1: good <laughs> what you say better?
2: Would be hearing it on the oldies station if it was
0: good. It's
1: still well, be- yeah. Well, I was going to ask if it was better or worse than Vanilla Ice's career. Well, I mean, uh, you know, uh, Robert Van Winkle's life. We
0: we can't judge still, but but yeah. I mean, I I think uh, it it's it's just crazy to me that that the guy who created KFC, who became a mascot, who is now parodied by comedians uh, of all kinds, is supposed to be this like musical person
2: yeah if i can find that christmas album of his i will give it out this christmas to people and blow their
0: minds yeah it's it's bonkers like look it up it's it's wild there are so many so many albums i just want to see the cover of it can you listen to it on the is it online when you look at it on spotify yeah yeah (laughs) yeah I wasn't, you know, I wasn't able to find any like active links because it's I mean all of the albums are like standards so it's just, you know, regular Christmas songs or or children's music standards. There's got to be a way somebody vinyl. somebody must have ported it. But yeah, they were they were all on vinyl. It's it's just crazy. It's crazy that that
1: happened. Can you imagine like if that would be find, like go ahead. I was going to say if you could if you could find an 8 track of that, do you think you'd be like a millionaire? Throw it up on eBay and just retire? I would, yeah, I think so. I think that's your cash cow. Yeah,
0: I think at some point that's like the only reason, like that's all you're doing. You're you're mining Bitcoin in the form of trying to find an eight track of Colonel Sanders singing <laughs> shit, and that's it. Uh, it is it is wild. Fast food is a is an interesting thing, guys. I I, I think we've 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 all learned a lot this evening on the you show. Do. For the final topic, Nick, I'm going to give you two and a half points, and Robert two points. And I need to add the scores up real fast. Gentlemen, I have tabulated your scores. And uh, one of you is going to be disappointed because you lost. But the other will be happy because you won. And all of us will be whatever we are because none of this really matters. <laughs>
2: right? Robert, he didn't tell you that, but there's no prize at the end. Yeah. He doesn't give out like a gift card to... To, uh, whole foods or anything there's nothing it's just well
1: if, if it was going to be a gift card to McDonald's it wouldn't have done me any good anyway <laughs>
0: yeah
1: there's, there's there's not anything
0: uh, there's nothing of value to, to be earned here it's just this is just the joy of spending time together can we just can we just get back to a Rockwellian time where we just like spending time together god damn it <laughs>
1: and also where we do self portraits a lot yeah oh yeah lots of self portraits I mean but, I like, know really that, clever and good ones
0: I don't know about you guys, but I've been drawing each of you uh, Titanic style uh, while I watch you on the Zoom call. I
1: hope that you've drawn me with an appropriately massive um, elbow. Yeah, you've got the biggest arm. French
0: girl that I can find. Absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> so final scores. Uh, Robert, you came in
1: second place with 23 points. Oh. The vegan lost the fast food, the fast food competition are you serious
0: just barely just barely <laughs> i mean it's 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 really remarkable and nick 23 and a half points well done that Thank is you. another
2: victory for you sir i still need to beat shannon though again cuz we have a tie over there
1: but i know i know Well, you need to beat shannon of... again this well, feels like an unnecessary grudge that you hold <laughs> it's not a grudge it's just i'm the only one on
2: this show that Takes points seriously.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> this <laughs> we we have not resolved the problem that uh, on on maybe the first or second episode that Nick was on. I asked him if he was thirsty, and then we really just had to apply points to a long conversation about what that meant and how I was trying to engage him in in immoral acts. Right, because that's what yeah. okay. Yeah, that's what this show is about. As host, that's what I do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes so, but yeah, so, well you know i yeah
1: i i won audience i i won nick and- you're the winner not yeah. only did nick win but he deserved to win oh, congratulations nick. Well, nick
2: thank you, Robert, thank you. i <laughs> you know i i'm gonna cherish this moment and uh you know it feels good it feels good in here deep down inside you know it's like i'm lit from within
0: i Hey, you know, if if being lit from within isn't just drinking-related, I'm into
1: it. Were <laughs> <laughs> uh, we worried that if we, if we didn't fart, we'd explode? Yeah. Hopefully that's not what lit with... No, you don't want to do that. That's
0: the, Then you got a whole internal combustion problem. Right. Um, I mean, we could all be hot air balloons, I guess. I don't really know how physics works. Um, Nick, what would you like to plug this week? Oh, man, I'm going to say, uh, once again... Uh,
2: connected introvert.com is my site yes and, well, that's where introverts can go to learn how to network like a boss be cool calm and confident in social situations
1: check it out oh i need that
0: <laughs> you robert you should check it out nick's nick's stuff is really really amazing and and yeah i mean obviously at the moment we're less in a time we're connecting but okay there's there's less connecting in person but what i will say is that even as a person who i think i can kind of declare myself as at least like largely extroverted having conversations over zoom like having meetings over zoom having having sort of these video chat interactions raises a lot of social anxiety in me because (laughs) it's 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 restricted in a way that is alien and for that i think uh nick you could be super helpful I mean, I think anybody could talk to you right now about like, how do I, how do I navigate the world as it is? Yeah. Yes, indeed. And I'll have stuff talking about that. So check out the site. Yay. Fuck yes. Check out that site.
1: Robert, anything that you would like to plug? Uh, I don't have a good website. I don't even have a website, but I will say this. Carl's Jr. cooks a a vegan burger. I think it's the Beyond Burger. It might be the Impossible. I don't remember which one but they cook it on the same surface as they cook all of the regular burgers, which 100% defeats the purpose. And uh, if, if, if Carl, if you're listening, ask your son to stop cooking the burgers on the same grill as the meat. This is fair. I mean, we've all
0: seen Ghostbusters, right? Like you do not cross the streams, whether it's a yeah. uh, proton pack or cooking. Just keep your shit separated. Listen to the offspring.
1: There's, it's called that's another cross-contamination. thing. cross-contamination. And it's a real thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I have a
2: question for Robert on since, you know, uh, since I used to work at Subway a long time ago, they have this uh, uh, vegetarian patty thing that you can get on the sub sandwich. Have you had that? And if you have. I,
1: I haven't. I think it, it either has egg or cheese in it. I don't know which. So it's good for vegetarians, but it's not good for vegans. Okay. So I always
2: wondered because I never had it, but I said, I wonder how that is. And I have no plan. I wonder too. But I, I w- was hoping that I could get, you know, the because if you
1: said, oh, it's one of the best things ever, then I'd say maybe I should go. No, right no but I do like Subway's <laughs> no meat at all sandwich, which uh, which if you're on the road and you're a vegan, if you see a Subway, that means you know you can eat something because Subway always has food for you. Um, uh, unlike a lot of other restaurants, so I, I I I rejoice when I'm on road trips and I see a just a bunch
2: of just all the stuff you say. Don't put any meat on it. Just put everything else. Yeah, exactly.
1: But everything else that you have, just put it on there. Yeah, you've got to eat the white bread because the white bread's the only vegan bread, and then you just get you. Uh, my older brother calls it a salad sandwich, which is exactly what it is. But they're good. I'm not knocking it. All right. There's one other thing that I want to. There's one other thing I want to. I want to say. Before I, I almost forgot about this, mm-hmm. I think that I may have just been given the patent for my for the for the project that my office had been working on. So if anybody needs somebody who has a patent on automated lip sync animation, which by the way is fucking amazing, it's really really good. Our system is incredible. We developed it uh, for aphasia rehabilitation, but. Like, through an accident of circumstances and from CU not wanting to continue to operate the patent, I think I might be the sole proprietor of this patent now because nobody else in my department filled out the paperwork. Oh, wow. Because of the pandemic. So, um, I'm going to share it, obviously, because I'm not an asshole. But... um, (laughs) But if like somebody at Google, I don't know, is listening and they're like, oh yeah, we need some, we need some automated lip sync for something. Seriously, our system is amazing. It has been state of the art for years and we haven't even published yet. Amazing. And it keeps keeps getting better. We keep improving it. Is there an example of, can someone go
2: to a site and see an example of this?
1: Sadly, not right now, but based on this, I should put up some of our, um, some of our internal demos. And, and they're going to be janky looking because, you know, we're a research institution. So they look like it was produced by a research institution. But, um, but it's getting to a point where it's a real tool and people can use it in like 3ds Max. Um, or, or they can import from Max to like Unity, Game Engine or Unreal. Um, we also have a standalone that just runs. And, and a, number of, uh, a number of clinicians are using it for their, for their systems. But like I said, it's, it's really good. And uh, my boss is kind of a genius for coming up with the whole system, and we really push to make it uh, to make it as good as it can be. And uh, and I think I might now just own it. <laughs> <because, laughs> yes, yeah. which I absolutely should not. But I think I might. I think I might because nobody else, nobody else said yes to the "Do you want this?" Uh, question from from CU. So Nick and I get a share of this, though, right? You're you're putting it out here on the sh- on
0: the episode yeah. for Nick and I to take one third share in this property well, and whatever one, gains it makes in the future.
1: I have, I'm really I have looking
0: a, for a retirement plan. So help I me out. A, I
1: have one boss and one coworker. So the one third split is going to go to them. As like I said, I'm not an a-hole. I'm they, good with, they, I'm good with sixths. It. I don't care about a sixth. I'll well, take a I, sixth. But, but I'll you. say this, I'll say this, if it sells fabulously well, uh, uh, fabulously well, or, or if we like license it to Google or something like, I, I'll I'll consider like a, a a small percent. Great, like like one or or less than one percent for for each of you for being so entertaining that somebody at Google got to the got to this part of the show where I'm droning on about my patent.
0: Right. <laughs> you know what? Uh if if this podcast manages to create a, a sales opportunity for you, I'll take that half percent because I think that half percent could be worth. Millions of dollars, yes, based on my understanding of, of technology.
2: <laughs> and then to celebrate, uh, we will uh, ask you where your where we can get the best vegan meal you've ever had, and then we will all go and we'll have the same. Oh, we'll go
1: there, and I'll buy if it sells. <laughs> oh man,
0: <laughs> yeah, I would, I would absolutely like if we all when everything clears out. If we all want to go to Watercourse, I will go to Watercourse yeah. with you guys. I will order up seitan wings because that is my favorite thing that they do at either watercourse or city o city and just stuff myself with barbecue and ranch drenched uh wheat protein because yeah. god damn it is delicious um
1: they make some great food
0: thank you guys for being on the show this has been a real pleasure i appreciate that you you were willing to do the zoom version and uh and and i think this went really well i yeah. I, I hope you had fun
1: i had a great time
0: great it was it was awesome. Good. Good, Nick. Well, good, and, and and yeah, you know, I we'll get you both back in person as soon as we're possibly able because I really uh, I crave the opportunity to have just people around the table because there's 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 a vibe, there's an energy.
1: You know, right.
2: we got we got Math? yeah, we can try masks on.
0: We can, yeah. I mean, yeah, we could just, chemistry we could, goes
1: through the masks. We
0: could, we could just be full on fucking hazmat suits. I don't care. We'll treat it like uh, treat it like Alien, but not. The scene where the guy's chest bursts open. Um, if listeners, if you like this show, please uh, rate and review us and subscribe uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, otherwise, check out our social media. We've got the we've got Instagram at a vague idea podcast. We got Twitter at a vague idea pod, and we've got Facebook the a vague idea podcast online group thing where you can play Pomu Pom to online almost each and every week, as long as I feel like doing it. But it's usually pretty fun. And uh, there, there's just a lot of great stuff. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys again for being on the show.
1: Thank you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me.
0: Everybody, please stay safe. Uh, wear your masks. Be thoughtful. Uh, be culturally aware, for Christ's sakes. Like, let's, let's cultivate a better tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, rest well. And bye bye. Bye guys. <laughs> a vague ideas, written and produced by me, Nate Ragolio, with Shannon Page, and sometimes John Perros. Information about topics often comes from Wikipedia, so hey, why not donate a bit to that? Sound effects are Creative Commons public domain. If you like this podcast, tell a few people and subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen. And if you happen to like reading science fiction, check out the small press I started with my friend Sean Grokowski. You can find Spaceboy Books at readspaceboy